Hey C3 family, welcome to day 13 of November Fast. We're really beginning to rack up the days, kind of making our way toward the end of this thing, so keep leaning in. Today I want to talk to you about the importance of recognizing the things which tempt you the most. Now when the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray, one of the phrases of prayer that Jesus taught them was unusual. He said to pray, Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The wording here is a little bit tricky, so I want to take a moment to address it. First, God doesn't lead us into temptation, so the prayer is not one begging God to stop doing that to us. You can look through James chapter 1, verse 13 and 14, and that reinforces the idea that God does not tempt anyone. It goes on to explain that a person is tempted when they're dragged away by their, by their own evil desire. So any thought that God leads people into temptation is a misunderstanding. He does not. And so we don't need to pray that he stops leading us there. But he does lead us. And along the way, we all have our own temptations. So the prayer that Jesus is teaching is one that requests that as we follow him, that we will be aware and ask for his help to resist the temptation and thereby escape the clutches of the evil that wants to catch us. I'll say this, I think it's a fool's errand to pray that we're no longer tempted. I think we hate temptation because we bought into the lie that when we're tempted or the more that we're tempted, the less spiritual that we actually are. But I think that's just not true. In fact, I think it may be the opposite because scripture teaches that Jesus was tempted. And when he was tempted, he actually suffered. He didn't just wear Wonder Woman bracelets to deflect the enemy's temptation arrows. When he was tempted, it actually touched his heart and his mind. He considered it. There was some contemplation, possibly an internal struggle, desire, you know, a struggle, a suffering. But the Bible goes on to teach us that he resisted every temptation and remained sinless. And I think his actions were more than just a personal success story. In fact, they supply you and I with a blueprint of what it looks like for us while we're following him to face temptations similar to the ones he faced, filled with the same Holy Spirit that he was filled with and overcoming those temptations just like he did. Now, have you taken the time to articulate the few basic temptations that seem to cause you the most challenge, especially in the season you're in now? I think that naming your enemy is definitely a first step to victory. If you know who your enemy is, then you can have a plan for defense. It gives you a specific thing to pray about. And in this case, it, it gets you maybe lined up to consider an escape strategy for when it appears and when you begin to move beyond that temptation. I love this promise that's found in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. But God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Just stop there and celebrate for a second. We will not be tempted beyond our ability. And now here's the key. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. You know, your temptation doesn't have to sneak up on you. You can discover a way out before the temptation ever arrives when you name it in advance. For example, if you struggle with images that pop up in your newsfeed, what's your escape plan for when they do? Are you tempted to rob God after you get paid by not returning your tithe? How do you plan to overcome that? What's your plan for those feelings of unforgiveness that stir up in your heart when 
that person who hurt you comes to mind. What's your strategy from when that rage begins to kick in when you're struggling with a project and maybe the tool cracks down on your hand? How are you going to escape that temptation? Well, once you know the temptation, I think you can have a strategy. Now, let me say a, a final point to this that I found that's useful is once you escape the temptation, it's a good thing to kick into praise and thanksgiving to celebrate God's promise being fulfilled. He always pro provides a way out so that we can win. And I want to celebrate the win when I escape guilt and shame for falling into the same old stuff. There's an incredible value to sealing this scenario when we overcome temptation by bringing praise to God for his faithfulness. I love Hebrews chapter 12, verse one. It invites us to throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us. There's some sins that just easily entangle us. When we recognize those and we throw them off, we're able to go on, as the scripture says, to run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to leave a comment below and take care of the rest of your November fast responsibilities today as we're kind of winding this thing up and hopefully I'll get to see you real soon.